push his way up the racetrack, and now here comes Jancic. Jancic goes by Query, and he goes by Inman. Burnell gets a great run, another three wide for the race lead. It's going to drag race off of turn four. Shepard is there, but it's Larry White at the line. Still going to be Pamborn, and they make contact. Britton has broken the race car. AJ Slideways. Alan Johnson wins. Whether you hug the infield tires or rip the cushion, you found the fastest dirt track podcast in motorsports. Welcome to Where Legends Are Made, the official podcast of Land of Legends Raceway. Here's Stephen and Brad Ovens. That's all right. We're back. Season four of Where Legends Are Made, the official podcast of the Land of Legends Raceway. I am the voice of the Land of Legends, Steve Ovens, joining you here to start season number four of the podcast happy to have you aboard we've got uh, double features on tap for this podcast very very excited about that paul cole going to be stopping by as well as tana robinson to be talking about one of the bigger announcements that our track has made uh in quite some time and and really uh two big announcements one that uh you know we we didn't exactly plan uh, but it certainly um, it certainly was a, an incredible appetizer to uh, the the main course on Monday morning that was announced as Land of Legends TV will be simulcast on Dirt Vision for 2023 as well as 2024, and we're very very happy to to be uh, a part of the Dirt Vision family as World Racing Group CEO Brian Carter. Uh, spoke to and and uh, we'll we'll try to get um, in contact with Brian and and kind of uh, you know bring him in in a in a future episode here to kind of talk about you know Dirt Vision how it's changed and and how adding the Land of Legends uh, is is a is a big deal for for their platform as well as for our track and and that's kind of what I wanted to start with um, on the podcast uh, for for this episode is. You know, bring in Paul, bring in Tana to really talk about the huge impact that going to Dirt Vision is going to have for our track, for our racers, for our fans, and for our sponsors. Uh, you can't forget all of the marketing partners that make all of this happen, whether it's on the track side or for these drivers to get their cars to the racetrack and, and put on the show that they do each and every week. This announcement is is big. So let's let's cover some of the finer points before Paul Cole stops in here to to kind of give his viewpoints on this announcement. The big thing that I've seen as questions coming this week is is do we have to have a, a Dirt Vision subscription to watch Land of Legends Raceway now? And the answer to that is no. We're con- going to continue providing our live stream for free on Land of Legends TV. We're not changing that model. What we are doing, though, is we're going to be simulcasting on Dirt Vision. And, and you know, you may be saying, well, what, what does that mean? Basically, Dirt Vision is going to carry our video feed um, on Dirt Vision. And, and this is where, this, is where it, it, this partnership becomes a big deal, is Dirt Vision is really, you know, they're, they're not just taking the video feed and throwing it up on Dirt Vision. They're really putting some investment behind this announcement and behind this partnership. You know, Dirt Vision is going to have, uh, you know, their graphics over top of, of, you know, the video that we provide. Uh, there's already conversations taking place between the Dirt Vision side and the Land of Legends production side 
of how that's going to look. And, and there's a lot of coordination that's going to have to take place that, you know, fans, when they show up to the racetrack, you know, they, they, they may not realize and, and, and very likely will not see um, what you're going to see at the racetrack will be no different. Um, what you will see on Land of Legends TV uh, on our free platform will be no different. We're going to continue to do business as we have. Um, we, we have really kind of created a recipe uh, that we feel is is successful, and that's what we're going to continue to do. Where the Dirt Vision side really comes into play is, you know, their subscribers, and, and their subscribers are not just in the Northeast. They're all over the country, and they're all over the world. I mean, we say it because, you know, we can see um, all of the details behind the scenes on, on our platform. We have folks that are tuning in from all over the world. When we say worldwide, we don't just say that uh, just to, you know, for dramatic effect. It, we truly have viewers that are watching all over the world, and, and not just a few, many are watching um, our broadcast. But Dirt Vision takes it to a whole new level. You know, you think about all of the racing that's on Dirt Vision that, that we watch during our quote-unquote off-season uh, you know, things like, uh, you know, the viewers that that tune in to watch all the racing in Australia, um, you know, uh, fans of, you know, just World of Outlaw sprint cars or maybe just fans of the World of Outlaw late models. All of these fans that have subscriptions to Dirt Vision, they're going to have exposure to Land of Legends Raceway and to weekly big block modified racing. And we're already seeing we made this announcement on Monday. I'm recording this on Wednesday morning. Um, I spoke with Tana and Paul earlier this week when we made the announcement, but here sitting on Wednesday morning, we're already seeing the impact of this announcement with Dirt Vision. We have been featured on Dirt Vision for the last two nights in a row on their uh, broadcast of, of Dirt Car Nationals. And, and those two broadcasts had nothing to do with Big Block Modifieds. They were the, the midgets where USAC was competing as well as late models, uh, World of Outlaw late models. So it, it doesn't even, you know, that's that's the that's the thing is, you know, this is not just, uh, you know, th this isn't, you know, just going to get exposure, you know, when the Super Dirt Car Series is running. I mean, we're already starting to see. And, and as, you know, somebody that oversees the social media side of things, I can tell you both on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, our YouTube channel is growing subscribers as well. You know, people that have now been turned to, uh, they there's some people that have never heard of Land of Legends Raceway who are now liking the Twitter, following the Twitter page, liking the Facebook page, subscribing on YouTube, which by the way, if you're a listener of this podcast and you haven't subscribed to Land of Legends Raceway on YouTube, you need to do so. Um, all of our highlight packages, basically everything that we produce uh, as video packages, our sponsor announcements, all of that, anything that we produce video-wise that goes on Facebook and, and, and gets posted to Twitter is on that YouTube page. So there's always easy access to that. If you want to share a link to your sponsors, to your family, friends, um, you know, maybe you got featured in a highlight package or, or races that you've won. Uh, subscribe to that page and, uh, and, you know, you have access to all of the things, all of the different things that we produce, the one-on-one -on -one interviews, the five questions with drivers in the pit area, all of that is on our YouTube page. But I say that to, you know, just to point out, you know, it's only been 
48 hours and and we are already seeing you know the impact of of you know this partnership and we haven't even turned a lap we haven't even broadcast a single second of anything on dirt vision yet so this this is a, a huge it really is a huge deal and and i've seen some fans who are subscribers of land of legends tv or they're you know fans that come to the racetrack which you know, this is all geared toward this is as Brian Carter put it perfectly. You know, this is a huge awareness campaign. We want people to come to the racetrack and everybody, I'm eh, not everybody. I don't want to say it that way, but so many people um, who, you know, maybe are not real believers of, of live streaming video and certainly not believers of giving that video away for free have have said countless times Paul Cole is crazy he's giving it away for free you know that that is hurting the sport that that can't be good for racing well for not being good for racing sponsorship has gone through the roof which supports the track it supports the drivers um each division in the last 2 to 3 years that we've seen the sponsorship start to to really ramp up you know, there hasn't been a division that hasn't had some kind of increase in purse. Um, and and that's all that's how this whole thing is going to work. The more exposure our track, our drivers, our fans, our sponsors get um, through the live streaming video, through our social media campaigns, through Dirt Vision, you know, the more that this continues to increase. And, and that's not even to talk about the you know ticket sales. Ticket sales have been up for the last two years that we have been giving the video away for free. So, you know, for those that that say, you know, streaming is is hurting and killing racing, you really got to look at another avenue because Land of Legends Raceway is the is the perfect example of how live streaming is not killing racing, it's improving racing. It's improving purses, it's improving ticket sales. It's improving just the general buzz of motorsports in in New York State and and in the Northeast and and there's a lot of you know folks that have now tuned in we we've got drivers um you know specifically I'm thinking of examples in our 305 sprints and in our big block modifieds they've got fans all over the country that are tuning in it's it's unbelievable the reach that that this live streaming video has done and dirt vision is only going to take it up another notch so uh, you know, this is uh, this is a really, really big week. The grandstand update, um, you know, we we knew that uh, that the Ontario and, and this is the other piece that Paul will get into. But, you know, the 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 grandstands as they uh, currently sat at the last race of the season in 2022, those are, you know, the, the main section between the tower and the concession stand. That's now uh, down and headed uh, on its way to the uh, pageant of steam grounds uh, not far away. Uh, you'll probably throw a tennis ball and and hit the uh, pageant of steam grounds where those, those grandstands are headed. The new grandstands are coming in. Paul's going to give us kind of a behind-the-scenes look at the whole process, not just the announcement of grandstands this week. Paul's going to kind of cover everything that's taken place here uh, to, to get this project lifted off because it truly has been almost now a three-year process to get these grandstands going. So he's going to tell us more about that uh, coming up and, and his interview is next. So let's not, let's not waste any more time. We'll get right to Paul Cole talking about uh, land of legends raceway, our announcement with dirt vision and the new grandstands coming in 
Uh, we'll be right back here. We're going to take about a 60-second break. We'll be right back here on Where Legends Are Made, the official podcast of the Land of Legends Raceway. By the grace of God and 800 horsepower, it's time for the A-Main Interview of the Week. Well, race fans, we're back. Welcome to the first episode of 2023 here for Where Legends Are Made. Your host right here with you, Steve Ovens, uh, voice of the Land of Legends Raceway. Happy to be with you. Happy to be back here for our first episode of 2023. But we're diving right into our our first of our double features uh, for this episode, our first A-Main uh, interview of the week. We're going to bring in Paul Cole, who uh, it's been a huge week for the Land of Legends Raceway. Uh, unless you've been living under a rock, you uh, you you know that we're now uh, a part of the Dirt Vision family uh, for video streaming going forward. And Paul, there's a lot of fans that um, you know that they, they have you know so maybe not have questions, but there's a lot of fans out there that uh, you know maybe wondering you know why we did this, how this process got started. Um, and, and also, is it going to mean any changes for how they already uh, have been watching the Land of Legends Raceway on video streaming? So um, I'm not sure which uh, which one uh, we want to start with, Paul. Maybe we can start with, you know, kind of how this all got started, um, because, you know, Land of Legends TV has been a, a very, you know, successful entity for as long as, as you've had it up and running um, but, but, uh, you know, I think maybe some fans wonder, you know, how, how did this all happen and, and why did this happen? Well, Land Legends TV has, has already, you know, exceeded my expectations. You know, the, the, the original thing was to, to make access for, uh, people that can't come to the racetrack to be able to watch racing and build more fans. And that's already, we've already started to do that. Uh, we've got two good solid years of free TV, uh, and those numbers just continue to grow. Our our audience online and our audience in in person continues to grow, and uh, so that part's already shown its success. And advertisers are falling behind that, which now, you know, that only leads us to having to figure out how to raise the bar higher. Uh, we actually kind of started this discussion almost almost before the 2022 season. Uh, you know, Dirt Vision's looking for a place to, uh, sh you know, sh show big blocks. You know, yes, they show Super Dirt Series every every time it comes up, but that's only, you know, 16, 18, 20 times a year. And, uh, you know, in order to expose big blocks all the more, they needed places to show big blocks. Um, but they didn't want to just, just do that. They wanted to do it well. And uh, I approached them, uh, Brian Carter and uh, the Dirt Vision team back in, in November, and we started a conversation about uh, what we could do to to bring our platform to Dirt Vision, um, and it's it's a it's an equal partnership on this uh, with an effort to expose big blocks uh, for World Racing Group and uh, the dirt the dirt model, and at the same time expose our racers uh, up and down the coast and across the country. Uh, and we benefit in Canandaigua, the Land of Legends, uh, by exposing our track and not only the big blocks, but uh, the other uh, underclasses as well. And a lot of those up and coming drivers, you know, arguably we have one of the best sportsman classes in, in, in the Northeast as well. And uh, those are going to be the stars that are coming along behind. 
we've seen, you know, what the initial reaction has been uh, to all of this. It's it's been certainly a lot of excitement. Um, and, and two, uh, and and that's kind of some of what I wanted to cover, you know, in in this podcast episode this week. You know, kind of recapping our big announcement uh, on Monday morning. Uh, but there's there's a lot of different levels to this, and 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 Paul, I you you in speeches past at banquets and and in public interviews and such, you know, you really talk about those three legs of the bar stool: the racers, the sponsors, the fans. And this announcement with Dirt Vision and and simulcasting with them, as well as still streaming on on the Land of Legends TV platform, this announcement. It covers all three of those phases. Everybody wins out of this. And, and I think whether you're a racer, a sponsor, or a fan, you may not see the other two legs of that bar stool that you like to talk about. So maybe we can kind of address those three and, and how this changes things for all three of uh, those legs of the bar stool that make the track a success. Well, it's one of the things I recognized as I, as I came the opportunity to, to start promoting Canandaigua is that uh, a lot of tracks were, were, were suffering and floundering. And uh, I had to sit back and examine as to what, what the reason is why. Um, it isn't because there's not good racers. It isn't because there's not good tracks. Um, it isn't because the fans aren't dedicated. Uh, but somewhere along the way, uh, each, each one of the tracks I looked at and a lot of the, a lot of the programs I looked at were missing one of those legs. And, you know, racers can get out and drive, race anywhere. They can drive up and down the thruway, put, you know, put 500 bucks in each and race from one exit to the other. That's not necessarily safe. And once they get up there, the other end, their money's gone and they don't have the opportunity to recoup much unless they win. You know, people can get hurt. And then really nobody watched it. So if nobody watched it, I mean, nobody advertised it. Nobody helped build that purse with advertising dollars. That's where racetracks were really founded, you know, more than, you know, 70, 80, 100 years ago. The idea was to was to be able to build a purse, put some fans in front of it, and then in order to pay that purse, help supplement that by the advertising. If we don't have fans, advertisers can't make any money. And without advertisers, you can't put more money in the purse. Without more money in the purse, the cost of racing gets more expensive and, and the return comes becomes less and less. And I think that's where I thought, saw things going through the 2010s, you know, 2000s and 2010s is there was a lot of money not coming back to the sport from advertising. And uh, I decided right right, right off the get-go um, that we were going to focus on advertising and the fans will follow. And, uh, you know, the opportunity to to show the drivers that, that those both those things are there. You know, we learned during COVID, it's no fun to race in front of nobody. You know, those stands empty. That was, you know, the, yeah, the drivers still raced good and, and made decent money, but there was it was no fun to race in front of no fans. So that, that was, was that was another place you found found a weakness in the model. Um, so it's it's been a long term process to shake things up and get things back on track. So we had to focus on all three things: better drivers, better purses better advertising, better fans. All those things have to work together. And if they don't work together, really, we're, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot. Uh, so we took some flyers. We started out, I raised the purses up as much as I could without, without uh, impacting the gates as much as possible. Then we, we went out and we add the, add the entertainment value to this. We, we started right out with the Jumbotron. 
you know, people looked at me when I first showed up and I had a you know $70,000 Jumbotron put in the infield. Well, why would you do that? What's that got to do with racing? In this day and age, fans want to be entertained. They want to spend you make good money for their advertising and their or for their for their entertainment night out. You know, when you can look at most things on your phone and not have to go go someplace, you know, it makes it difficult to 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 reach into their entertainment pockets and keep them coming back. You know, that's why we've added the app. That's why we added a lot of other things to entertain the fans. And a lot of, and a lot of what Land Legends TV does is aimed at entertaining the fans, not just showing the racing. You know, we're we're highlighting our sponsors, we're highlighting the the the, the good feel stories. We're highlighting, you know, the the history of racing. Uh and of course the racing, which is what the, the common thread is. Absolutely. You know, when we're when we're talking about, you know, the the streaming, the announcement here being on Dirt Vision, um, I think it's important to remind the fans that, you know, Land of Legends TV will continue to be free. Um, that is going to stay consistent. Uh, the, the Essentially, we're simulcasting now on Dirt Vision so that all of the tens of thousands of subscribers to Dirt Vision will have access to be able to watch our video as well as part of that subscription that they have. So, you know, for our fans that have been watching land of legends TV for the, the past several seasons, not, nothing is going to change there. Um, but, you know, on the streaming topic, you know, we're doing all of this, trying to maximize exposure. That's really been a key piece of our marketing video. The last couple of years is maximizing exposure. But when it comes to video streaming, Paul, does it, make you angry does it make you laugh or do you have no reaction to the age-old streaming is killing racing what knowing you know where we are at land of legends with streaming what what is your take on that now and, and has it changed well i've always been a good student of history and uh, you know you can look at a lot of industries and see that what always worked and what worked for many years doesn't work anymore so I kind of I kind of laugh, but it's it's hard to get away from what people know. You know, Kodak used to have the best film and on the on the face of the planet, and everybody had a Kodak camera. Right now, you'd be hard pressed to go to a store to find a Kodak camera, um, even a digital one. And and yes, things change, things evolve, time moves on, um, and it's hard to get away from what people know. But once you make that turn, you start you stop and say, how do we ever go back to it? There's kids that are standing in the stands now that don't know what it's like not to have a cell phone. There's people that are that are, that have no clue what it's like not to have the internet. Um, you know, it wasn't all that long ago that those things didn't exist, and uh, unfortunately, the racing industry hasn't caught up with the times where they have to focus on what are we doing for the future, and uh, that's that's what needs to evolve. We need to we need to evolve the entertainment portion of the evening and. Uh, when that happens, racing will continue to thrive, uh, and that's and that's been that's been the hard part. There's a lot of, a lot of people that've been around a long time that's focused on the racing part and forgot about the fans or forgot about the advertisers, and then they wonder why they're struggling, and then they have to put more focus on being even better with their racers. And at a certain point in time, it's it's going to it's going to implode on itself. You gave a, a very, you know, we, we clipped it and put it on Facebook um, and YouTube 
you you had a very you know about a six minute part of your state of the the raceway speech at the banquet uh talking about streaming and the impact and and you know one of your quotes that i i think of so much trying to help out uh drivers um in in the ways that that i try to help them out i don't want you to miss the boat on this i'm curious uh, and I think some of our fans would be curious, you know, that that was such an integral part of your speech at the banquet. I'm just curious, you know, like how have 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 you had uh, a lot of drivers asking more questions, uh, asking for feedback, advice um, since since because it seemed like it really set in with I don't know if I would say a majority, but it seems like it's the the message you sent at the banquet is setting into more and more folks that are patrons of our track. And it seems like we're starting to see drivers having a shift in focus, not that sponsorships never been important, but it, I feel like your words at the banquet, this, you know, a couple or not a couple months, a month ago, it seems like it's sinking in more. I'm, I'm just curious your thoughts on that as the, as a promoter. Well, you know, I had to earn their, their respect and trust over time too. You know, a guy coming in that has been in the racing industry for 30 years, you know, walking in and telling you, you guys do X, Y, and Z, they're kind of, they're, they're kind of going to laugh and make fun of me. And I'm okay with that. Then as we started to prove and, and the methods I was, I was, I was trying to preach over and over again, cause I've been saying these things right along, um, start to resonate. And we had drivers two years ago you know, a year ago that have all started to follow along with, with, with a successful model of getting more sponsorship and getting bigger names, you know, and part of that was incumbent upon the racetrack to give them the opportunity to expose those, those advertisers. You know, I can't expect them just to go ask somebody to slap something on the side of their car, go to the track like they did last week and, and just mention them a couple times in victory lane. Cause only one guy gets to victory lane every week. Um, and 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 think that the advertisers are going to be okay with putting more money in that. We had to do everything we can to give the, our drivers the ability to expose their their advertisers. We have all this ammunition available to do that, and they're starting to buy into that. They're starting to understand that when the advertisers call, coming to them looking for an opportunity to get on their car, that it must be worthwhile. You know, us going. And, and, and again, and a lot of people may not realize this. We went to Dirt Vision. I went to Dirt Vision and said, we would like to do work with you. And that's because we want to give more ammunition to our drivers and to our teams to be able to go out and get bigger and stronger sponsors. You know, the money, the money in racing is not all in the purse. You know, there's, there's a fair amount of money that has to come from people self, self-financing or getting sponsorships. And, uh, you know, a lot of guys might end up with more money and revenue from their sponsorships than they'll ever make in a purse. And that's that's the focus of where we're trying to get them to to move along, and by able to add this national and worldwide focus with a lot more viewers, you know those advertisers will get bigger, and there'll be there'll be more opportunities for for money to come back into the sport. And when they come to race with us, and when they get the exposure with us, then our fans will come in because they're gonna because people still want to see it in person, and our crowds will continue to grow. And our classes will continue to grow. We're one of the few tracks in the Northeast last year that the car counts didn't dip, you know, in the in a normal summer swoon. You know, we ca- we carried our car counts right through the right through the summer, 
and uh, when all when all the tides rise, we all do better. The racers, the fans, the advertisers, and the track. It's been uh, an interesting time since since we all gathered at the banquet. Well, you know, we've got the Dirt Vision announcement. What's what's the what's the most common thing uh, that 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 you get asked about? Uh, you know, between all this this time that's passed over the last month or so, you know, we it's it's something a little bit for everybody. Uh, you know, we get people who are looking for more opportunities to get exposure, get exposure. Want us to hook them up with drivers? We get advertisers that are beating our door down, looking for looking for space to to advertise. And I know that'll expand even more with this announcement. Um, you know, we're we're busy working on the preparations of the track and the facility for the year. Uh, you know, whether it be the uh, the new grandstands that are coming in uh, with the help of the fair board, uh, we're working on a VIP tower expansion. Uh, we have a, a new water truck in the offing. We have a new ambulance coming in. Uh, any number of things that are just going to improve the flow of the evening. You know, it's even the simple things. We're picking up a few more pieces of equipment for our Land Legends TV staff. Uh, you know, it, it takes it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of preparation. We have the 70th anniversary of 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 Canadagua. Uh, we've got a lot of big promotions and operations that'll be coming out with that. We got we're gonna have a T-shirt that's 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 that can be highlighting the champions of every class. Uh, we'll be announcing that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you know, there's there's a, a lot that goes on in the racetrack, and we do a lot of that in the summertime. Or I'm sorry, in the wintertime before uh, race season gets here. Yeah, I I wouldn't disagree. I I actually honestly think I can't wait for race season because I think we we are busier in the off season than we have been during you know a typical race week. I mean, there's a lot of different things that happen during a race week, but this off season just seems like it has absolutely flown by because there's been so many good things that have been in the works and happening. One of which you just spoke about. Uh, I want to touch on the grandstands. That was a, you know, a big pop on Sunday uh, was uh, the announcement uh, uh, and and the pictures that were floating around. Uh, and we ended up sharing them on, on social media as well, that the grandstands are coming down, which means we absolutely 100% have grandstands that are going in. Uh, and I know there's some fans that for a couple seasons have been, you know, waiting and, and we, you know, at different points thought the project was going to be able to lift off. Help, help me recap how this whole project is, has gone down, you know, uh, what caused the delays and what's now prompted the project to, you know, get back on the table here. Well, to help chronicle a little bit, you know, the, the fairgrounds is owned by the Ontario County Agricultural Society. It's not owned by a municipality. It's not owned by the county. Um, it's not owned by myself. Uh, so the structures there are owned by the Ontario County Agricultural Society have for, you know, you know, many decades long before uh, the racetrack was even in place. Uh, so racing happens on the Ontario County Fairgrounds. They own the they own the facility. Uh, we lease the operation. We lease the buildings. We lease the track. We lease the bathrooms, all those is part of part of what we do to to to, to put on racing and promote events. Uh, we one of the discussions we had when I first came in is we 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 help them upgrade things like the lights. Uh, we help upgrade things in in, in the grandstand or in the uh, 
uh, in the towers. We've done a little bit of upgrading in the concession stands. Um, but the the grandstands themselves are just plain old. And uh, they were due for, for an upgrade. And the fair board recognized that uh, with the effort we've been putting in, uh, that it was it was it was time for them to be uh, uh, again evolving with with the times, and uh, they made an effort to go out and purchase uh, a set of uh, aluminum bleachers that are coming from Homestead. Uh, they were you know ones that were taken down from Homestead uh, uh, Racetrack in Florida. Uh, this happened and was was set to happen uh, in March of 2020, uh, which is a you know notable time because uh, as the uh, pieces were en route from from Florida. The uh, they stopped in North Carolina because COVID froze everything. You know, all the borders were shut. You know, travel transit was stopped, uh, and of course, along with that went the grant money that the fair board was allocated to purchase the uh, uh, the grandstands. So that came to a complete and utter st- standstill, uh, and took the better part of the last two years to get back on track. And uh, so finally, um, after the change of administrations, went from Como to Hoko, uh, and some a whole lot of uh, paperwork and permitting processes. Uh, this last week, the uh, green light was given uh, to take down the old ones. Uh, they they sold them off to the uh, uh, the steam pageant in in, in Hopewell, and. Uh, have got the new ones coming in and should be up uprected between uh, the end of March and the early part of April, uh, which will replace a large section that goes between the concession area and the uh, officials tower. doesn't complete all of them, uh, but it's a huge swath that, uh, uh, you know, this non-for-profit organization has invested heavily into to, to improve uh, the facility and the, uh, the operation to track. And I, and I think that's important to note that, you know, this is uh this is being done in partnership and, and they recognize, you know, how important, you know, the events that, that, you know, the track promotes and, 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 and I've even, you know, you know, talked to some people about the fact that it's, you know, it's not just about racing either. Um, you know, I, I know that, that you and, and, and a lot of the staff, you know, uh, play a role at, at, even during the County fair. I mean, it's a, it truly is a, a good partnership, uh, both ways. Yeah, it's you know there's the demolition derby that they have. We 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 promoted a and and uh, put on an enduro for the for the fair. Uh, they have tractor pulls. They have a monster truck uh, uh, demonstration. They have you know uh, they've been working on bringing back uh, trotters there. Uh, you know they've got other events that they're trying to expand with there, uh, including you know including during during the rest of the season. The fairgrounds is is a vibrant and and busy place all year long. And, uh, you know, it's a good partnership for that to happen for, for them and for us to continue uh, racing in, in Canada. You know, 70th anniversary is a long time and uh, it hasn't taken uh, just the promoters. It's also taken a lot of partnership by the, uh, the property owners. I asked you this question uh, on the podcast last year at this same time. When when we you know recorded and and kind of talked about some similar topics and just seeing how much things have even changed in one year and now with you know the the grandstand project the the dirt vision announcement um, I'm just I'm just curious kind of where your thoughts are you know uh, about the direction uh, of Land of Legends Raceway and you know compared to 
when you got started and what your vision was, you know, taking over in, in 2018? Um, ever forward, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a long ways from where we were. And I think it's a long ways from where we'll be, you know, ideally I want to see growth every year. You know, I want to see the ability to add more grandstands over time. I want to be able to, you know, we've already expanded the pits, um, you know, that we'd like to get to the point where that's required every week. Uh, you know, we, we still do a good job of staying within the time constraints of being done by 11 o'clock. One of the few tracks in the Northeast that has that curfew, uh, you know, so we, we'd put it a condensed, you know, solid program that that uh, provides entertainment value to the community uh brings economic value to the community uh gives the racers a great outlet for for to take care of their throttle therapy and uh you know make a couple couple bucks along the way so that we can uh do it again for the next season paul cole land of legends raceway promoter i want you to now talk to the subscriber on dirt vision who uh, let's say they're a, you know, diehard sprint car fan, and that's why they like to tune in to Dirt Vision, or or there's something else on the platform. Maybe they're a late model fan. Uh, maybe they're the, you know, World of Outlaws sprint fan, or or even a, a midget fan uh, that, that's catching those events. Um, what is what is your elevator pitch to that Dirt Vision subscriber who's never tuned into the Super Dirt Car Series, or maybe they've only turned in the Super Dirt Car Series, and they you know, only know of Land of Legends Raceway from, you know, the two or three stops a year that the series makes at our track. What's your elevator pitch to them to tune in on, on one of our Saturday night spectaculars? You know, our goal is to entertain the the fan every time, not just when the big blocks are there, not just with your sprint car fan. Uh, our job is to entertain fans every time. And, uh, I'm candid with people. I'll say sometimes the best best thing that happened tonight was the fried dough. Uh, sometimes the best thing that happened was the was the uh, rookie sportsman race. Uh, you know, sometimes it's it you know that there's there's something unique that happened. Uh, but the idea is for us to entertain and give you uh, a good use of your three four hours of of watching television or or coming to the track. And when, when that's successful, that's, that's where, that's what we're looking for. We're looking to find more people to see the great product that we're already producing. We're already putting it on online legends TV. It's available everybody for free. They don't have to, they don't have to reach in their pocket and, and take a gamble on us. Uh, we're using the Costco method. We're going to, we're grabbing a bag of chips off the shelf and we're handing you the opportunity to see this. And, uh, when, when you see it, you're going to be, you're going to be enamored we're confident you're going to want to taste more of it and that you're going to buy more of it. And you, and, and a lot of people are going to start making that trip. They're going to make that one trip to, to Canadagua to visit wine country and, and tour the region and go to, go to the race. They've been watching every, every week on TV and following their heroes, you know, and, and it's not only good just for us in Canadagua, but it's good for those drivers too. I mean, there's drivers that travel all over the Northeast and we want them to, to be, to be enamored with them so that when they leave here, They've got a following at whatever track they go to, whether it's Albany, Saratoga, or Brewerton, or Lebanon Valley, or whatever track they go to. They're going to they're going to drag their fans along and help build racing there too, you know. Because when racing does well everywhere, we'll we'll continue to do well in Canadagua. Anything else that uh, that you want to mention here, Paul? I, I think we'll probably you know get together again uh, before we get ready to kick the season off. 
We've got a you know a big opening night event, uh, you know a high high paying uh, event for the for the modifieds on opening night. The Scapo special, uh, CRSA dates, uh, the Dirt Car uh, Sportsman Series. There's a lot of things that we'll talk about down the road. Uh, but man, we we've had an off season's worth of uh, newsworthy items just this week. So uh, I appreciate the time. And uh, is there anything else that uh, that you want to leave the fans with? Steven, I don't think we're done yet. We're going to have some more big things coming before we start racing this year. It's, you know, we're, we're not done. There's a lot more that's going to roll out and, uh, you know, we're going to keep doing that. And it, and not only, like I said, it's same thing. It raises all tides. Yes. The big blocks are going to have an enormous field this year. They're going to be well-paid. There's going to be, uh, fans chasing those races and, and watching those from all across the country and the world. Uh, but it also puts those eyes on on our street stocks, which I which I argue is one of the best street stock classes in the Northeast. You know the three hundred fives, you know which which are the great springboard up to 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 bigger sprints. Um, but what exciting class they put on to show every they, they put in every week. Uh, you know our hobby stocks, which is an affordable way for people to get involved. We know there's several new cars coming out in that class this year. Uh, the sportsman class continues to evolve arguably one of the toughest sportsman classes in the Northeast. And uh, of course, big blocks where, you know, if you can win at Candegua, you can win anywhere because it's a tough crowd every week. You know, I watched a lot of these guys that have, that have won races all across the country come in here and they, 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 they leave and, and, and feel happy about a seven eighth, ninth, 10th because they look at who's in front of them. And it's like a series race every week. And uh, when we do that, when we continue to per- perform for our fans, uh, everybody will, re- will be well rewarded. I think it was Tim McCready that recently said East Bay is a kind of place that'll humble you. I think Land of Legends, in a way, is kind of that same deal. It's it, it can be it can be a big stage, and and it's certainly a big stage now, exposure wise. But uh, yeah, that that's a it's a tough place. It's a tough crowd. A lot of competition, and 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 that place can humble you too. So yeah, well, as a, as a staff, it humbles us every week you know yeah. we, we we know it's it's a difficult it's a difficult business uh we don't expect it to be perfect uh we expect to do our best and uh, provide the best opportunity for our fans uh week in and week out and uh you know we're gonna have bad weeks just like racers are going to we're gonna have great weeks and uh all in all we're trying to have good seasons and uh uh we're looking forward to 2023 the 70th anniversary of racing in Canada would be one of our best I don't know about you, Paul, but I, I'm ready. I think we ought to have Tommy call the street stocks down for hot laps. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a little dry out there tonight, <laughs> and, the, and the temperatures tomorrow are going to be in the 60s. So maybe maybe we can get the uh, get an early show in this year. All right, appreciate the time as always. Thanks, Stephen. All right, there's Paul Cole, Land of Legends Raceway promoter. Uh, thoughts and and views on some big announcements this week. We are so excited to get this 2023 campaign started. Speaking of being excited, uh, this news this week was huge uh, in the marketing department. And uh, Tana Robinson, uh, Director of Marketing and Race Day Operations, is going to join us next to you know share her thoughts, share her excitement, and, and share opportunities that are available out there for those that want to get involved here in 2023. Stay tuned. We'll have our interview with Tana Robinson coming up next.
by the grace of God and 800 horsepower. It's time for the A-Main Interview of the Week. That's right, race fans. We are we have a double A-Main Interview of the Week this week, and uh, we're bringing in Tanner Robinson, who's coming to us from sunny Florida. I am so jealous, but... Uh, you know we're 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 approaching 50 degrees here in New York but I'm still jealous and I'm still about 4 weeks away from uh, spending some time in Florida myself but Tana uh, give us give us a, a check in how is the weather in Daytona It is absolutely beautiful I don't mean to rub it in but you know I I said to somebody yesterday like why do we not live here? And okay, right. It's family, of course. <laughs> That's yeah. why we don't live here. But yeah, this is paradise. Um, or we got some weather coming in potentially later in tomorrow, but that's okay. A rainy day when 70, 80 degrees, I'll take that any day. Absolutely. Better than the white stuff. That's for sure. <laughs> you betcha. You don't have to shovel this. Yeah. Um, so uh, let, let's just, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Tana. We, we've made a huge announcement this week that we are going, uh, we're going to be simulcast on Dirt Vision all season long. And for somebody like yourself that, you know, this is exciting for everybody, but I have to imagine somebody, you know, in the role that you're in at the racetrack, this has got to be pretty exciting because, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this changes the conversations that that you'll be having with marketing partners in a big, big way. Absolutely. 100%. You know, the free TV, as we've all discussed multiple times, our reach is phenomenal. The number of people who are viewing our racing, our drivers, our sponsors ads is, is more than, and I, and I hate to say this, but it's more than any other short track race around, you know, around us in the Northeast. It's huge. And now that number just exploded. I mean, can we even... Can we even guess how many it's going to be? I don't even, I can't fathom it. I really don't know. It's, it's going to be gigantic. And people say, well, you guys were always give already. People will say that you're already giving it away. Right. But people who don't even know that we have free TV, people that haven't even like people don't even know about land of legends. They're going to, they're going to stumble upon us on dirt vision. They're going to introduce to the track, to our drivers, to our sponsors, and so on. And it's, it's going to build our fan base. It's going to build our sponsor, our driver's fan base. It's going to build our, our sponsor's exposure. It's, it's an awesome, awesome, awesome partnership. You know, Tana, one of the examples that I'm sitting here thinking of as you and I are talking is, you know, there's a lot of people that have already been watching Land of Legends TV. There's a lot of people that have already been watching Dirt Vision. But think about that Dirt Vision subscriber who tunes in to watch, you know, their favorite racetrack that's on Dirt Vision's platform already. But let's say they rain out and they're surfing Dirt Vision and say, man, there's got to be something I can watch tonight. Uh, maybe the, you know, the outlaws are on the West Coast, but I, I got to find something to watch before they come on with with the, you know, the, the time zone change. They're going to stumble upon Land of Legends Raceway in Canandaigua, New York, and they're going to see the big blocks, not for a Super Dirt Car Series event, but just a weekly show. That Those are the fans that we're going to add into the fold. And I think, and, and not just here in the U.S., all over the world. I mean, think about the the fan base in Australia that we're now going to bring into the, I mean, it just, you're you're absolutely right. I don't think any of us have an idea of what kind of number we can put on it right now. 
Yeah, and that's for for our end. That is the um, the exciting part. That's kind of the selling point, so to speak, is that we're going to be able to build on our fan base because it is people are going to just stumble across it. Like you said, their their racetrack or their favorite track may get rained out, and they're surfing around and they're you know looking for something to watch or even on a non-race night, you're like, you know, what are we going to do tonight? What are we going to watch? You're sitting at home, you go on your dirt vision, you're just kind of, you know, surfing around and you stumble upon it. And once you watch it once, you and I both know they're coming back. Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is, this is such a big deal. You know, we, when, when, when you're talking, you know, marketing with, with folks, you know, you're talking impressions, you're talking about value and, you know, I, I, the value is just going to go through the roof with, with some of, you know, the marketing that, that our sponsors are going to do with us and, and even new ones that might be thinking about coming into the fold. What are some of the things, Tana, that somebody new, maybe somebody that's listening to the podcast this week that says, Hey, the time is now we've been watching what they've been doing for a couple of years now, but the time to strike is now what are what are some of the ways that are remaining out there for somebody to get involved? And and I know there's I know there's a laundry list, but you know <laughs> what what are what are some of the the ways that come to mind? Well, um, of course we have our billboard sponsorships and we have our commercials, um, but something that is items that I think are the must-haves are being the official sponsor of something such as one of our divisions. We do have one still open and that's the new legend sportsman or being an official sponsor of every caution flag. That means every time the caution flag is thrown on an entire event, your business name gets mentioned. Maybe the official sponsor of victory lane. See how many times if you people have watched before or want to go back and look at our archives, the sponsors uh, logo and email address or phone number, whatever you prefer, is seen in every Victory Lane interview, not to mention hearing it over the PA multiple times a night, you know, for every time we're, we're in Victory Lane. Um, the, the, op- the options, and honestly, are endless. And like you said, it's a laundry list. I have a ton of ideas flying through my head of things that we can do. And of course, depending on this, the sponsor's need, that will, you know, kind of help me direct them in a certain direction as to what I think and their budget. Of course, we get something that'll fit every single budget out there and no longer do, you know, often I have heard when I'm in the 20 some years I've been doing the marketing and the motorsports is, Oh, you know, the track's not close enough to me. Advertising with you is not going to really benefit me. No longer the case. That is not even an argument anymore. (laughs) It is no longer the case. Our reach is endless. It does not matter where you're at. If you're even a local business, people coming into town, they're going to know about you, you know, by advertising, national companies. It's it's just, like I said, it's endless. The possibilities are huge. I I actually, I I can speak a little bit to that. Um, You know, my my aunt and uncle own Max Dairy Bar that's in Penyan. And and there are a few ice cream shops in between Land of Legends and Max Dairy Bar. And and at first, you know, somebody might have said, man, a, an ice cream shop in Penyan, there's advertising at the racetrack in Canandaigua. How's that work out? And I got to tell you, especially when they opened their food truck this year, I can't tell you how many times people have come to their business 
and said, we saw your commercial on Land of Legends TV, or we got uh, a free ice cream pass uh, from one of the giveaways you did at the track, it truly does not matter where you're located, the reach, the potential, you know, if, if you can convert a handful of those customers just on one night of racing, that that not only is it going to pay for itself, but you're going to build your business, you're going to build your brand that way. Um, yeah, you just took you just took the words out of my mouth. It will pay for itself and it'll it'll pay forward. Like, you know what I mean? It's going to come back 10 times over, if not more. One of our sponsors, Mighty Boba, they came on board originally um, kind of doing a billboard stuff. And then they said to me the next year, you know, we hear from Pepsi. Pepsi tells us we have to get in and do a, a division. And we introduced them kind of in the lower scale at the New Legends. And this year we have, they have graduated up to be in the 305 Sprint sponsor. And I can't tell you with no exaggeration, every time I see Trevor, he thanks me for introducing him to dirt track racing. He absolutely loves it. The fan base is wonderful. And the support he's been getting from the fan base is huge. We, we need to get a mighty Boba bubble tea in into victory lane. For the Mighty yes. Boba Sprints, that will we can do that. That's a great idea. <laughs> we need to do this. We really do. And and that is and a great idea. Speaking of marketing ideas that kind of make us laugh a little, I laugh about this on the microphone every time somebody goes off into the grass and turns three and four. We've now named it the golf course, and it, I'm if you have a golf course and you're looking for a great way to get your name heard and get some exposure. I don't know how we haven't had a golf course reach out to us yet and say, I want my business in turns three and four. If, yeah, if I you... laugh every time you say that. I just laugh and giggle like, yeah, in perfect. Like you had mentioned, we need to have a, a, a hole over there, the flag, the whole nine yards. If you will donate us a banner and a flag stick, the the marketing potential is 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 out of reach. Like we can make this happen for you. I know there are folks that are golfers out there. Maybe you own the course yourself. We have an opportunity for you. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I said, the opportunities are are truly endless and we can work with just about any budget. And I apologize for the noise because there's a great big tractor trailer driving by me right now. <laughs> All good. So what is there any any other uh, message that that you want to get out there at this time of year where we're in February? I mean, talks are, are you know, well underway. You, you, you we've got sponsors that are already signing on to come back and we've been making those announcements, but is there anything uh, else that, that you'd like to get out there uh, for anybody that's listening, uh, current sponsors or potential new ones? Well, you know, I, and I, I get, you look outside and you think, yeah, I'm not thinking racing. It's, it's, there's snow out there. It's, it's gloomy. It's Brown. It's not, listen, it is around the corner. It is knocking on our door. It truly will be here before we know it. So get on board now before all the great stuff is taken and also give us time to work with you to properly plan it all. Um, you know, it's better than better doing it that way than being behind the eight ball. Um, just give me a call. We can do this. One one item I did want to ask about, too, and, and it seems like the last couple of years they fill up so quick. Um in terms of our 50-50 beneficiaries, is there any openings there or is is that kind of filling up already? 
Well, I'll be honest with you. So I, I really kind of just started that piece of the puzzle. That's kind of the last thing I do that in the food trucks. I start, you know, filling those in. Um, I've been reaching out to those who have been involved in the past, seeing about their interest in returning. I'm certainly making a list of pe- new people who are interested. Um, it, it's hard to say if there's going to be openings. It kind of just depends. There's so many amazing organizations out there who do thankless, thankless work in support of, you know, family advocate centers, the child advocate centers, suicide prevention, animal people who help the animals and and strays. And it's just shelters. It's endless. The great work that they do. And I wish we could support each and every single one who gets in touch with us. And we certainly do the best to accommodate them. If, if you are interested, Tana at landoflegendsraceway.com is, is how, if, you know, if you haven't done it before and uh, there, there is an opening that comes up, send her an email so you can get on that list. Uh, and if you've done it before, uh, be on the lookout. You'll, you'll be hearing from her soon on that. Um, Tana, I appreciate the time just to kind of check in. I mean, this is a, this is a really big, this is a big week for everybody, but I, you know, for, for folks like yourself and me who work so closely together on getting the word out about our marketing partners and, and the reach and the opportunity that's here. Uh, I know Christmas has already passed, but I think Christmas came a little (laughs) early this year. (laughs) We think a little bit too much alike because you you just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say to you, this has been, this has been like Christmas and the countdown to Christmas and you know, it's 11 days, it's seven days, it's five days. And of course, both of our phones, I am sure, as with Paul's, have been blowing up. Come on, tell me, tell me, what is it? What is it? <laughs> and it's been killing me to keep it quiet. But I know. It, is, it is huge. When he first mentioned it to me, I was like, oh, yes, 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 we have to do this. This is great. If we can make this work, that is awesome. I had one of the guys from Dirt Car and I don't up kind of up up top of dirt car come in the ticket booth the other day and he goes so what do you think about this dirt vision deal i'm like absolutely tremendous this is a win-win for both sides absolutely and all of our sponsors all of our drivers the track it's it's just a win-win yeah and 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 i'll say this too in closing you know for any of our drivers any teams you know anybody out there that that's in charge of getting names on the side of your race car if you have any questions you need, and, and I'm not doing this as a as a shameless plug either, because I, I have been helping drivers with some marketing videos. But if you have any questions about what to say to those potential sponsors, or you're not sure what you need to point them to to kind of close that deal, if you have any questions, anything that we can help with, contact Tana, myself, Paul. Let us know. Let us try to help out. We want our racers to have those race cars full of sponsors on the side because we know the more sponsors you have, the better equipment you'll have and the better show you're going to put on for our fans. So if we can do anything to help make that happen, please, please reach out to us. Absolutely. I know Paul has fielded some some phone calls as of recently. I had a driver just like literally two days ago call me, ask me for numbers. I'm happy to share them, happy to give advice. You know, the one thing that I cannot stress enough, and I've been saying this since day one to drivers, expect the no's, but there's going to be yeses too. Reach out to a bunch. Yeah. Don't, don't limit it to just a couple. Spread it out there. You know, get your word out. You're going to hit on the, the, the people that think, yeah, you know what? This is cool. Let's do this. This is going to help our business get our name out there, 
it's definitely uh, just go get it. It's out there. What did they used to say, Tana? Win on uh, Sunday, sell on Monday. Well, with Land of Legends, you win on Saturday, sell on Monday. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Tana, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, this this has really been an exciting time. I appreciate you taking some time here while you're enjoying the sun down in Florida. And, you know, like you said, racing season will be here before we know it. It sure will. And in four weeks, I'll be jealous of you because you'll be down here and I'll be back in the cold. <laughs> there we go. All right. Well, thank you so much. All again. right, Stephen. Thanks. All right. There's our double A main interview of the week. Tana Robinson joining us again. If you want to uh, have any questions, you want to reach out to her about what's op uh, what opportunities are out there. Tana at landoflegendsraceway.com is how you do it. Land of Legends Raceway fans, tune in each and every week of the racing season to Where Legends Are Made, a podcast dedicated to covering the drama, excitement, and hear from the drivers from your favorite dirt track. Stephen Ovens and Brad Ovens walk you through the week that was Where Legends Are Made. Subscribe on Apple or Google Podcasts and visit landoflegendspodcast.com. Fans of Land of Legends Raceway and the Where Legends Are Made podcast, We've got a great opportunity for you to feature your business. We have opportunities here to sponsor where legends are made. We have all different features of the podcast. You can pick to be a sponsor of one of our heat races. Maybe you want your business name attached to the top 10 read-offs for the week. Maybe you want your business to be the one that's heard when we play our highlight of the week. Maybe you're a history buff. You want to sponsor heat with three where we talk about this week in Land of Legends Raceway history. Maybe you want to be the A main sponsor. So when we interview our main driver of the week, you want to get your business out in front of that. We've got plenty of opportunities for you to do so, and we can work inside of any budget. And believe me, if you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, I don't think my business has the advertising budget to sponsor a podcast, believe me, we can fit inside of anybody's advertising budget. Get your business a little bit of advertising here on where legends are made. Contact us right here on the Land of Legends Raceway Facebook page if you're interested and put your business in front of all of our fans where legends are made.